Ladies and gentlemen, it is, well, it's Sunday night. It's normally burn and return night, but you know what? We've got a lot of talking to do here coming up this week because we are going to be in the beautiful city of Louisville, Kentucky coming up this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and part of Friday, too. They're hanging out with all of our patrons, right? Not all of them, but most of them. We've got, uh, oh, about 50 or so people lined up to come out and check out our live Dirty Deeds event this year, the second annual. Uh, a lot of fun things happen with that. So we thought that we would uh, make tonight a little bit more, I don't know, Ray. Um, well, I'll just call it what it is, Ray. It's the Justin Dawson Memorial uh, Lightning Round <laughs> for the call-in show. <laughs> you'll hear and you'll see. We've got a two-minute timer that'll go up here in just a minute. We'll we'll kind of kick things off here in just a moment. But please make sure that you've got your questions ready. There is no bullshit. You'll have two minutes as soon as we answer the phone. We're not going to ask you who you are. You have to identify yourself. Tell us what's going on. We'll give you our answers as quick as we can. And as soon as two minutes comes up, you'll hear. Sorry, I definitely was not ready for that uh, to make. Go ahead. You'll hear. Time's you'll up, hear. Time's up. It's over. Oh, this is painful. Okay. Oh, did well, you hear something. it? I definitely I heard hear it. it. Oh. I didn't hear it. Uh, You'll hear something. All right. And uh, yeah. at that point, call will be over and we'll move on to the next one. So, uh, you know, Ray, we haven't done it like this. I don't think ever. But you know what? Justin Dawson, he inspired us. It was something deep down. Maybe it was Matt telling Absolutely. him to fuck himself. Maybe it was mm-hmm. Justin rambling on while he was drunk on the phone trying to get questions and apologizing and then being rude. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But you know what? I think this one's going to be fun. So go ahead and throw that number up there, Jay Pink. Remember, two minutes, and that's it. That's all we got. And we'll move on to the next one here. So who is going to be the first taker in our lightning round, Ray? Who's got a question <laughs> that's so succinct and can be answered so eloquently by two esteemed professionals? And Matt, well, Matt might jump in. We'll see. He's out there really trying to grind, finish up everything here so he can take the week off and have, uh, I don't want to say zero worries because the man's in a, a, a heap of anxiety. There's no way he's going to get around it. But if he's got all of his work off his plate, he should be a lot better, more cuddly, and uh, there's even a chance he might even take off some articles of clothing this week. It's hard to tell at this point. So, Ray, what uh, do you have all your bags packed? Are you ready to go? Uh, I don't have that much packing to do, actually. Not really. I mean, throw in my boots, uh, throw in the 111 shirt, uh, throw in extra underwear and jeans, and I think I'm good. <laughs> Not a lot of packing the man to do. <laughs> the man travels light. And if you see his wardrobe, it really is something special. It's, uh, it's uh, not something that you would expect to see from, uh, from somebody from Hawaii. Let's just say that. It's, it's not Hawaii chic. So, let's see here. Oh. oh, oh hell no. I mean, I'm immediately outed when I step out into, the, into public. It's like, yep. I mean, they immediately pegged me as a foreigner. I don't think you can say the F word anymore, right? Is anybody oh, going to call I in I just here? did. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to call in here, right? We might I have think to... they're all scared. Oh, it's two minutes. They're all afraid. Nothing, guys. 
I mean, mm-hmm. this is also for the two minute chumps, you know, like us. You know, you don't you don't need a long time to to get the job done, I do. guys. I do. Well, with Sheila, well, Sheila knows some advanced <laughs> techniques, Ray. Uh, besides, you know, totaling uh, trailers and greensmowers and whatnot. Look at this. Ryan Dan taking his applicator exam here. All right, answer that phone and start that timer. All right, we got a caller on the line. Go, caller. I can't hear anybody. Hey, it's Matt with Guardwell. Uh, I had a question about uh, cleaning agents for spray tanks. Is there a uh, off-the-shelf byproduct or product you'd recommend? All right. Off-the-shelf product that I recommend, I'll start with something simple, Lescosol. You can get it at Site 1. Fantastic product for cleaning out spray tanks. If you're doing something a little bit more advanced, you got some dyes or something like that, uh, Harrell's has a really good uh, pigment remover that will remove just about anything, if you've got, like, uh, you know, Aliette 4, any of the other, like, Exteris products, things like that, standing from that, comes out great. Ray, your go-to on spray tank cleaner. I just uh, throw in uh, a couple ounces of KOH, bulk potassium hydroxide, and that uh, strips out just about anything that I uh, deal with. And the reason why I do that is because I clean frequently because I'm one of those operators where sometimes I need to spray trees and shrubs with a sprayer that was previously used to apply the likes of MSM or Speed Zone or Triclopyr. There you go. You, you got to watch yeah, out so, what's in that tank. So I can't, you know, I can't mess around. The other thing that's, that's worth mentioning is our friend Jimmy Lewis, which is doesn't matter what spray tank cleaner you use, don't dump it down the fucking curb. There right, not in the damn storm drain, right, Ryan? Let's let's not in let's the avoid, damn storm, not in the damn drain. Yeah, let's avoid <laughs> a violating federal and state law when we're rinsing out our sprayers. Mm-hmm. How about that? We could start there. Yeah, it's a good place. So there, we get a Joe knows turf and a question, all brought to us by Matt at Guardwell. Matt, we're going to see you, and I think your old lady coming up here, and that's it. Time's up. It's over. Boom. See, that was fun. Two minutes. Yeah. That, boom. That was fun. That was fun. I felt satisfied. I almost, I, I almost climaxed there in two minutes, almost, yeah. almost. Yep, yep. Still good right now. So that's how it's going to go, ladies and gentlemen. Two minutes. Fire that question off. Maybe there'll be a bit, a little, little bit of back talk. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. We're going to go for about an hour tonight because, uh, well, we don't want to wear ourselves out. Ray's got a long flight. I've got a lot of stuff I've got to get done before I leave. Uh, not much to pack here either, Ray. Uh, you know, even though I've got a large body to cover, uh, you know, I, I dress simple. I dress plain. No cowboy boots here, though. I, I can't say that no boots. In, my, uh, yeah. in, my, my, in my time I've ever wore cowboy boots. Don't know that I'd be suited for that. All right, let's see who we got. Caller, you're live. Go. Caller, I don't know if you can hear us, Caller, but you're live. Call you're wasting your own time. Call you're live. Hello? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Shoot. I definitely didn't climax there. That was... Uh, no. It just wasn't... It, it, 
it wasn't happening for that person. So uh, I don't know. Jay Pink, is there? Uh, it is there claims a delay? that we're sending out audio. Nah, they shouldn't be getting any delay. Hmm. Interesting. Might have might have been something with T-Mobile kind of thing, or Verizon or something. It's that damn Google Voice again. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so this week, for those of you that don't know, um, we do our live event. This is our second annual live event. Uh, last year, we did it in Louisville for what was then GIE. This year, it's the Equip Expo. Uh, so there's a big convention that's going on, a lot of equipment, uh, landscape, grounds, green industry related, all there at the uh, beautiful Kentucky Exposition Center down there just south of Louisville. Aldo, you're live. This mother. Can you hear us? It claims we're Are sending you audio. Yes, I can. It's uh, it's it's me. Um, uh, I'm currently packing, and I was listening to the show, and I have a quick question. I know I have two minutes. Um, you guys saw my picture this morning about all that Bermuda I got coming up, and I barely got ryegrass seedlings coming up, right? Um, I know I'm not going to cut it till I get back, but <clears throat> as far as like managing the, the height and cutting it, I have no doubts that that Bermuda is going to keep growing up until like the end of November and it'll stay green till then. Um, I was going to go out with some methafumicate when I get back. So I know that may knock it back a little bit. And I figured, <laughs> is it okay if I like, if I, if I'm going to keep it at like three quarters, the ryegrass, should I like, after I apply that SO? Should I cut it like at five eighths and then bring it back up to three fourths to let that Bermuda low and not to have it show so much? You can. I. I mean, I'll let Ray go. You know what? If you esso it and then mow it, that Bermuda grass is going to be stunted, and it'll probably give the rye the upper hand as you want it. And of course, this is in your backyard where. You don't intend to reno to another grass, right, Aldo? No, and and again, um, it's it's not a place where I get nobody goes back there. You know what I mean? So I can pretty much FAFO as much as I want, sure, and so. you know it, it'll still come back in the summer. I don't doubt it. Okay, so there's your game plan. Uh, you know, have have fun. Uh, you know, and deal with it when you uh, get back into San Diego and. Uh, that's my counsel to you because I know there's some some people where uh, I've already warned them about severe pruning of their trees, for example, once I get back into Honolulu. Oh, yeah. Saws all time. All right, boys. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Time's up. It's over. There you go. Look at that. Oh, what an efficient call right there. Two minutes. Yeah. There should be a time limit on these. This is this is fun. Rapid fire. Gotta get more people in here. I know. Uh, you know. Yeah. We're not as big as Ron Henry. You know, Ron Henry's got uh, you know, like eight eight normal people in his chats and then like two hundred bots and his mom and you know, we're we're not as popular as he is, but you know, someday maybe we will be. Who knows? It's hard to say. This is Ron Henry's mom. Call your life. caller yes i can hear you how can we help you can you hear me we can hear you 
Yes, my name is uh, Telly Colvin, and the reason why I'm calling is because I have a question. Since this is my first time on this show, I uh, am very interested in uh, turf paint. And what kind of turf paint is the best kind to use, and what rate, and what color would you suggest? And my second question is, I heard that no one will be wearing underwear at the GIE. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're handing out promotional banana hammocks, and I think that's the reason that they don't want people to wear underwear. It's just so there's an opportunity to put those on and try them out. Um, uh-huh. To answer your first question, um, turf paint. So uh, I, I would look at a couple of different ones. Uh, probably a little bit, uh, the one that I would start off with is Endurant. You got a couple of different color choices going from their ryegrass one, which is very, very dark, all the way down to their premium. They also got a, a product called Flex, which is like a pigment and a paint uh, together that'll uh, help you as you go through transition. So I'd look at one of those. Uh, you know, you want to make sure that you got good carrier volume up to about 50 gallons per acre, a little over one gallon per thousand. You want to make sure that you get flat fan tips, and you're probably going to have to go over it at least twice in perpendicular directions to get your rate right. You also want to make sure that you're not applying to a completely dry grass. You want that grass to actually have just a tad bit of moisture. So almost as the dew is burning off, go out there and make your first tap. A lot of FAFO. It's an art, not a science. And uh, if you screw it up, be light. Uh, don't don't make it so that you can see your lawn from space. So uh, rates, <laughs> I would start off somewhere in the, oh, probably like three to five gallons per acre rate and split that going two directions. There you go. Boom. Rapid fire. Call your live. Caller. Caller, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. How can we help you? Um, yeah, so I uh, reseeded uh, my entire yard this year a couple of months ago. I'm in a cool season. I put down Kentucky bluegrass. Um, with a little bit of rye mixed in and it actually came in really nice Um, but now all of a sudden I'm starting to see it kind of turning to a lime color around the corners and then a really nice dark bluish green in the center and this is the same thing that happened prior to me um, replacing the grass and adding two inches of black dirt and re-leveling. Just wanted to know, could there be something in my soil deeper down that is causing this? Absolutely. Uh, what's around the edges, like sidewalk, or what do you got there? What's on the perimeter? Um, I have a fence, I, a wooden fence, a cedar fence, my driveway, uh, road, and then my neighbor's lawn. Hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it could be some construction debris. It could be stuff that got pushed out to the edge. My advice to you is go to, you know, one of the worst areas or maybe even an area that's a little bit further out of the way. Dig like a little exploratory hole. Go down, you know, maybe I wouldn't go down more than a foot, but uh, if you can get down there at least six, eight inches, see what's going on in that hole and see what kind of soil conditions you've got below that two inches of dirt you brought in. Ray, anything else? I think that about uh, one other question. Um, if I have time, um, I have a neighbor doesn't take care of his yard has creeping Charlie. It's going into my yard. I can kill it on my parameter, but how do I stop it without just like spraying his yard or, or talking to him? Cause I've asked if I could spray his yard some years. He's like, yeah, sure. Other years. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, but that was good. Okay, I got the gist of your question. Creeping Charlie, uh, you can spray it out. Triclopyr, uh, if you got T-Zone, something like that, that'd, that'd be a great choice. Ray, how would you deal with the neighbor situation? Jay Pink, answer that phone and then tell them we'll hold. Caller, yep. hold. We'll restart their timer in a second. Okay, we'll restart Ray, their timer. Ray, real quick, real quick. Anything <laughs> you can do to stop it from coming over? Itching. Itching. There you go. I mean, if the, he doesn't I mean, mean if the neighbors... doesn't mean with Pornhub, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Keep no, not that kind of itching. Keep your lotion in the, keep your lotion in the house. Yeah, yeah. And, and, your, and your thoughts pure, but uh, I'm talking about an actual physical barrier, especially if the neighbor is the type where... He doesn't want to control his weeds. I'd put down a barrier between my property and his, and there you go. And it's like you can do whatever he can do whatever the heck he wants or doesn't want to do right up to that barrier. And you do likewise, sir. There you go. Ray, you're taking this one solo. I'll be right back. Okay. Caller, hey. go ahead. Caller, go ahead, please. <laughs> Hey, what's happening, fellas? This is Mutt in Detroit. Uh, love everything you guys all do. Right, Thanks Mutt. for all the help over the time. Um, mm-hmm. got, a, got a bit of a project coming up late in the year here. Um, got a trench, uh, probably six feet, 125 feet long, six feet deep. Um, so I'm going to be doing this in the next month. We have winter coming up. Is there anything I can do to set myself up better for the spring and dealing with the mess that I'm going to have? Not really. You just uh, make sure that after you're done with your construction, you grade out your uh, your, your construction area and then uh, have it prepped and ready for uh, reseed in spring. That's my advice to you. Is just make sure that after you're done with your construction, you put your soil back. And here's one tip. You know when you're trenching deeply? Very important. Settle the soil with a high volume of water. And the reason why I say that is because typically people try to compact or settle soil dry after they've dug a deep trench. And what typically happens is because they've done that, the soil is not actually settled and compacted. And so it dramatically sinks later on when they actually start watering it. Okay. All right. So, so that's, water uh, first. That's, that would be, yeah, water while you're tra- while you're putting the soil back. Gotcha. You see, you use the water to yeah. compact the soil. Gotcha. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you for everything. Yes, sir. <laughs> Have a good evening. Take care. <laughs> you as well. Bye. Got in, got out, didn't fuck about. Yeah. Jesse had a good idea uh, to start the calls with, go ahead, cowboy. So I'm going to get that <laughs> set up. But uh, phone line's back you're gonna open get the, again. You're yeah, yeah. And we await your calls. <laughs> uh, Ray, I don't know, did you answer how deep to do that that uh, edging for that clover Ooh. guy? Deep edging. Oh, for the creeping, creeping Charlie fella, uh, I probably would want a minimum of 
six to eight inches. Although typically my idea of a barrier against invading vegetation goes at least 12 inches deep. 12 inches. Good God. It's creeping Charlie, man. And it's not Bermuda. Well, I mean, I never know because if somebody's willing to let creeping Charlie grow, I'd imagine he'd also let Zoysia grow or uh, Nimble will grow or Bermuda grass grow. I mean, you never know. <laughs> I mean, some people, when they don't care, they don't care. <laughs> Sons of a bitch. Ugh. So, yeah, um, I mean... as I was saying earlier about the, uh, the Louisville trip, so... Um, we did this last year. We had, oh, I think I just counted. There was like maybe about 35 people uh, that we had in attendance. Yeah. Last year, we did a live show similar to what we do on Thursday nights, but it was live just for those folks only. We didn't record it, didn't put it out into the world for any reason. It was just you had to be there, hang out every time I get going on. Go ahead, cowboy. Mm-hmm. Hello? Caller, you're live. Hey, guys. <laughs> Lyle over here in uh, Western Oregon. And had a quick question on my Bengraft putting green uh, coming into microdochium patch season. Wondering if there's anything mm-hmm. to help with getting dew off. A lot of times it, it dews up after I leave for work. I was kind of curious if there was a wetting agent or something to allow that dew to help drop into the <clears throat> soil surface. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, there's been a couple of different products over the years. Dew Cure was one that was there a long time ago. The biggest thing, Lyle, is that, uh, yeah, Dew Cure is still out there. The biggest issue is um, those products just don't last very long. You might get three, maybe five days out of an application of those, and it starts to get pretty spendy pretty quickly there. Um, how big is the putting green? small roughly 300 square feet 300 square feet if you if you really wanted to you know mess around with something you could get um one of the cloth blankets um used for frost covering things like that uh i'll throw a link up in the chat i'll have jpink post that but uh one of those blankets 300 square feet is nothing you could put that on there and pull it off right before you go to work um and your dew should not set nearly as bad if at all uh, if you have that blanket on there. So it's probably quicker than um, going out there and blowing it off. It's quicker than making applications and a little bit more of a sustainable solution in terms of the spend, right, in terms of using wedding agents. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll go ahead and throw a link up in the chat. Try that out, and I think you'll have pretty good success. You're right. Long-term do uh, and microdoguing patch do not Time's mix, up. So. It's over. There you go. Boom. All right. We'll find that out <laughs> real quick. These are fun. Let's see. I got to find my blankies here, Ray. So this um, this show that we're doing here this week, uh, it is, uh, it's a lot larger. There's uh, almost double the amount of people that are going to be there this week. Uh, people that are flying in, driving in, uh, an assortment of folks, and it's kind of wild uh, that they're all doing this, but... Uh, you know, it's not just to come see us, it's to come see everybody else too. You know, we sit around and we kick it. It's a pretty cool community that we have. 
And I think that's, Ray, probably one of the, the more intriguing parts is, yeah, that, yeah, people want to come visit with us and hear us get up all and, and do our, our stupid jokes and talk about grass and everything like that. But I think they as much want to see that as they do meeting with the other people they chat with, you know, on the Discord and on our Zoom calls and uh, our power hours like we had on Friday night. You know, all the different things we yeah. do to keep people engaged and have fun. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's, all, it's more like... And Wallace will be there, so yeah, that, that's a good reason to go because uh, yeah, I, I will say it, and you can, I will fight anybody that disagrees. Wallace is the best. <laughs> well, Wallace is about the most chill dog you're ever going to meet. He's oh yeah, he, he's a happy boy. All right, I'm going to throw this link yeah. up here, Jay Pink. I'll give it to you. You can drop it in the chat, and then uh, yeah, the. Uh, Microdurkian patch things, no joke out there in the Pacific Northwest. Right. And that you uh you never you're never gonna come out clean, I don't think. There's just so much pressure for that. There you go, you got the row cover ultimate. Uh that one's probably a little bit thicker than you absolutely need. You can go down, but with only three hundred square feet, maybe you can talk them into giving you a smaller section or something like that. I'll see if there's any better ones on there Quite too. Possibly. For you. But yeah, it's uh, well. <laughs> looks like stuff. you have to. If you do three foot by two hundred and fifty foot, it's you have to buy five of them. No, I think that's just the deal that they give you. Oh, I got that's, you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's just a. Yeah, that's the, it's just a bulk deal. Yeah, it's just a bulk. Uh, bulk like, purchase. <laughs> that's how. Uh, that's the. <laughs> never mind. I can't. <laughs> Save it for Never Thursday, right. Demay. I will save it for Thursday. Because <laughs> Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. There are absolutely no holds barred. There's no cameras, but we don't put make you put your phone in the basket like they do at G- Derek Jeter's house. You know, uh, but it's uh, it's a lively event. Lively. Go That's ahead, cowboy. Oh, man. <laughs> they did that, not me. What? What? <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to talk to us, don't call in Justin, okay? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I wonder why he's not here tonight. Honestly, I was. They must have. I've done the thing where you call someone and then you accidentally drop your phone and try to catch it and hang up. <laughs> maybe they. Maybe they didn't mean to hang up. Yeah, it could be. Maybe they were edging and got the wrong idea, and then the video caught up on YouTube. <sighs> oh shit! This isn't that kind of show. This isn't. No, this isn't that kind of show. All right. The fucking family show, all right? So if you're jerking off and watching the show, yeah. stop it. Please. Yeah. Please. Right? We don't need Please that right don't. Here. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Now, there probably is there, there probably is a female contingent. that That's where our Bulgaria uh, views come from, is that they're very into Ray. What? We haven't been able to translate <laughs> the love letters yet because they're all handwritten. But, uh, you know, just saying, Ray, there's a thing for... Uh, <laughs> The non-silver fox in uh, Bulgaria. You know, they, they, they're very attracted to you. What can I say? Hey, if prisoners can get or, love or letters, then, then pretty much anyone get love letters, right? Yeah. What's that? Little... If prisoners get love letters, then why can't Ray? That's a good choice. That's, a, that's oh. a great... <laughs> Go ahead, cowboy. You can be my conjugal, sweetheart. All right. Caller, you're live. Uh, good evening. My name is Jeffrey Dahmer. 
Uh, do you know what the only part of a vegetable you cannot eat is? Please tell the me. The wheelchair. <laughs> Derek? 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 <laughs> find a way to get to Louisville this week, please. Just just find a way. Yeah. yeah. The, please uh, do, have, man. Have the shop bitch take over your duties for a day. Just delegate that, and nobody will know. <laughs> If you don't know what that is, by the way, that's a that's a that's a Derek joke. I'm not making that up. He has a shot, bitch. Excuse me, I had to I had to get the mucus out. Right, still on the recovery trail here. But uh, so uh, Wednesday night, I don't know that we have any formal plans. I think we're going to try and maybe do like a nice dinner somewhere, or just go hang out, kick it, and then Thursday night. If you're not invited, if it's you, lit. If you are going to be in. If you're in the local <laughs> Louisville area, I still think. What do we have left? Two. J Pink, maybe two spots. No, we're we're full right now. Oh, uh, if we completely full, yeah. yeah there's oh, there's right. someone who that big order. There's someone who wanted a order. couple tickets. They haven't confirmed it, but I'm planning that they're gonna take them because if I mm-hmm. promise them to someone else after I've already promised them to this person, I'd feel like kind of a butthole. Yeah, and here's the other part mm-hmm. too, fo- folks, is that uh, we're not trying to be. Uh, you know, like the club and kick people out or anything like that. But we have a very hard limit as far as what we can take uh, based on food and space size and everything like that. If we go over that. um, Legitimately, if we go over by one, yeah, our price goes double immediately. If we get one more person over the limit. We're going to be literally going to be peeling potatoes in the kitchen and performing sex acts in the men's room to get out of this bill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's no doubt about it i mean now i brought my potato peeler you know and a dental dam so i'm prepared for whatever comes i mean i don't met nobody else i didn't nobody have the, the kitchen, huh? no i was gonna say everybody else going to, uh, apparently going to the kitchen mm. all right so um on uh if 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 somebody's going to the uh the show itself. I know there'll be a uh, a contingent of folks going down there Wednesday for sure. So if you want to check that out with us, uh, feel free to tag along. On Thursday, J Pink, why don't you, uh, without giving too much away, why don't you, why don't you give it from producers' background? What do we got going on Thursday that people will so enjoy and get excited about? Hopefully, on Thursday, uh, we'll be able to broadcast a burn and return recording. Um, if we're not able to, at the very least, we'll have a recording of Burn and Return live, Ray, Ryan, Matt, all together. And then we'll do that before the actual event, which will be like dinner and drinks and kind of a Thirsty Thursday after show style event um, Thursday oh. night. Now, if it's anything like last year, after that, some people went their separate ways. Some people went in different groups to different places. Uh, a majority of us went and did like, uh, karaoke and stuff and so who knows what will happen this year um, kind of fly by the seat of your pants planning there on Thursday so might have to sneak Ray in somewhere yeah Ray bring then your idea oh man. no yeah yeah well you see I what what I did uh, last last time that was a bit of a mistake is I uh, left my card holder uh, in, in the hotel room not doing that again th- this year because I don't have 
turf therapy to do a commando style up and get me in. <laughs> so you know, I'll, I'll be Hopefully better. I'll be better this back. year. Hopefully, I haven't closed off that yeah. back entrance yet here. Yeah, I, I know. Get, I mean, gotta be able to get in there. Gotta be able to get in there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, but, <laughs> now the uh, the other thing here too is, uh, you know, uh, I think probably doesn't get talked about enough. But we, you know, we do. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, cowboy. Caller, caller. Hey, Derek. Dallas sucks. Go birds. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Whoa. Joe. <laughs> I mean, you're winning the game like whatever it is, like twenty to nothing right now. I mean, did, did was it really necessary? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you're like probably one of the best teams in the NFL, at least in the NFC. Was it was it necessary? All right, so the other part about Tuesday, or excuse me, Thursday, is, um, you know, just, again, that camaraderie piece I think is so much fun because, I mean, everybody was sitting there chit-chat. Let me find a, let me find a good uh, photo to share here. For well, you find that. I I... Uh, Harper asked in the chat, do you still need oh. two app before the weather cools off? Oh, I think I said he was trying oh. to go after Bermuda in Kentucky Bluegrass, right? Kentucky Two, blue, like, uh, uh, six month old Kentucky blue. I think is what he's saying. Ooh, I would replace the fusillade with a claim if you're working in KBG, because fusillade is too much on Kentucky blue. It's only for fine fescue, tall fescue, and zoysia. You try to use it on any other grass. Say aloha to the grass. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why people grab for the fusillade when, in a lot of cases, they'd be better served by doing a claim extra instead because a claim extra is a lot more forgiving in many aspects. So as we I mean, we drive up uh, on Wednesday, we're going to have to stop at Waffle House. Aldo's never been to a Waffle House to me. My God. And uh, it's like, I guess, uh, you know, Jay Pink wants, wants to make sure I have my, uh, my coffee biscuits and biscuits and gravy. And gravy. And yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jay Pink, you're the best. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was there for Ray's first uh, Waffle House experiment or experience, I should say. And uh, mm-hmm. what are, you know, talk about just immediately um, fitting <laughs> in. But Ray walked in right. like he had been coming there for 50 years. There was no hesitation. He he didn't, you know, <laughs> fumble around. You know, when you go to a new place, there it is. There's the, there's the event last year. There's some people back yeah. over here to the right. But, yeah, this is us screaming and hollering and making fun of uh, videos on the tubes. People. And I'm, to- yep. I'm I'm told that there is a a grandiose audiovisual setup that will take place this year that uh, far surpasses this. Is that true, Jay Pink? We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that promise comes true. But yes, it is supposed to be better equipped than last year was. 
<laughs> not that it was bad. It was just no, just it was decent. But this one might be better. So this one could be better. Yeah, yeah. always something better. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I think that will be that'll be interesting. And there is, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, I've been a little bit under the weather, so we've not been able to do some of our, our our normal shenanigans on the after show on Thursday nights and. Our Jono's turf has uh, been skipped here the last couple weeks. Um, again, me trying to get healthy and everything like that. So there is some extra special content that's going to be out there. So in, other, so in other words, you've been kind of like, since you've been kind of been under the weather, you've just been, uh, I guess, uh, lying back, uh, going no. through the tubes and uh, finding all kinds of material to no, uh, put on us next week. Me. Really? So, I just, I just so it's have, like you've just been kind of saving it up then. You've just been saving it up. You've just been edging. I have. I have. I've, I've got like, you know, 89 browser windows open. I'm just looking for the one that's going to finish me off. That's it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's, uh, yeah, I figured as much as that, you know, well, Ryan's on the road to recovery. He's uh, also be- being able to comb through all of these uh various videos and he'll find the one that'll give me the stroke. <laughs> there's some real doozy. So I can't, uh, can't wait. Hey, there's a question here from Dan McLaughlin in the chat, Ray. How quickly mm-hmm. can you get a Mazapir out of your soil? Not very, of- not very, not very, because let's put it this way. There's only two ways I know of for, to get rid of a Mazapir in soil. One is a bulldozer. Other way is four to 500 pounds of activated charcoal or biochar per thousand square foot mixed into the soil that has been contaminated by that. And even then, I don't guarantee the the biochar or activated charcoal because imazapir is something that I use in non-crop areas where nothing's supposed to grow for years. <laughs> you know, I will say so whoever even, fools are all- even just like six ounces uh, can do some decent damage. And, you know, six ounces of mm. a chemical is a lot, but you look at a glass of six ounces, it's not a lot. Not much, yeah. Not much at all. And uh... Go ahead, cowboy. Call of your life. Hello, it's TK. What are y'all doing? Oh my gosh. Hey, what's up, lady? What's up? <laughs> Nothing much, friends. I'm going to see y'all in what, like two days, right? I think so. Because, there, uh, yeah, are you getting I, in on Tuesday or Wednesday? We're getting in on Wednesday. We got kids, and we can't just up and leave everybody. You know, these grandmas tired of watching kids and stuff, even though they wipe their own tails. She'd be like, I got to keep them again? Yeah, mama, you do. You do. You got to keep them again. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, we trying to drop off kids, and we coming in on Wednesday. Um, I heard that everything was booked up. Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be a a full... Full event, full event, you know, a- anybody that I mean, uh, could come uh, come around did. 
I mean, Ray, are you giving out autographs? Like, Matt, I can. Anybody, you know, can, can we do selfies? Like, what do you, this is what do you want epic. him to autograph? Huh? <laughs> what do you want Ray to autograph? <laughs> if, my, if my husband is listening, the piece of paper that I'm bringing, if he's not listening, I'm going to have my Captain Nutsage outfit on and you can find a spot to autograph. All right. Nice. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Right? That's what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Because we are straight <laughs> yeah. going to kick it at the convention. <laughs> like, people don't know. There is no party like a grass party. Grass parties just don't <laughs> stop. I'm telling you. Nope. I, I, I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I know y'all talked about everything. You know, I'm at work tonight, so, you know, I got to go save lives. Um, I just wanted to make sure that any wife, girlfriend, significant other that's coming, I'm going to need y'all to come. I think we're at 12 women. Hmm? Yeah, uh, there's been a couple that had to bail on it. But, uh, yeah, we are close. Uh, Somewhere around, I think we're still in the double-digit range, though. Okay, well, if not, I can party for two, three people. I can't do 12, though, but I can crank it up pretty, pretty full of same heads. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, if yeah. we're not if we're not still at like 10, 10 women, it's close. Okay, well, you know, next year will be even better. It'll be even more epic, and then you know, it'll be a TK's corner, TK and the girls' <laughs> corner, because we're gonna straight kick <laughs> it. You have no idea the things that I have planned for you guys. Awesome! So excited, TK. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think I was supposed to ask a question, but I just really just wanted my time just to talk with you guys because I miss you guys and I can't wait to see you on Wednesday. So we're, yeah, I'll we're be getting in Wednesday. Wednesday too. So we'll see you on Wednesday for sure. And and just in case y'all talk to Telly, um, tell him we are going to the convention. He still thinks we're not going, but we are going to the convention. So we're going. <laughs> he's he's in the in the YouTube chat. So uh, he just got told. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I'm going to free up the line for anybody else. Um, if you uh, want to talk about anything, um, just give me some more ideas on the nutsage. Like, how do you kill nutsage? But in my alter universe, like, you really don't want to kill nutsage because nobody wants to get rid of their nuts, right? So you don't really want to kill it. But if we're talking about grass, like, how do you kill it? And is it like grass? Is nutsage like crabgrass? Like, you know, I have so it's much worse. to learn. I feel like I'm in grass one-on-one. Okay. Don't worry, TK. Well, we will we will educate you, okay? We'll educate okay, okay. you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to hang up, and, uh, and I'm going to listen, because this is all about nutsitch. Nutsitch, nuts edge, nuts in a basket. I don't know, but I love it, and I love you guys. So, okay, I'm going to hang up so y'all can talk. And I miss you guys, and I'll see you on Wednesday, okay? See you, TK. All right, bye bye. I broke the rules for TK. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, when you're on the nuts, edge, you gotta, you know, that's when, uh, you know, it's like Mortal Kombat. Somebody jumps out of the roof of the bedroom and says, "Finish him." That's what should happen. That's oh, how you yeah. come nuts edge right there. <laughs> so, um, Ray. Ray broke some of it. I wouldn't say broke. Yeah, broke is the wrong verb. Ray um, suspended some of his own personal rules and had a couple of drinks uh, when he was there. Not because hey, you know, you know, you know, you know what? I admit, 
I got off the wagon, but this is not the same kind of getting off the wagon as I'm now a million miles from nowhere in the New Mexico desert. This is more like I got a little, uh, you know, behind of the wagon train as it uh, crossed into Oregon, but then I soon caught up with the rest of the group. <laughs> uh, See, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, you know, you're in that uh, Oregon Trail game and, you know, you got scurvy and your fucking oxen died and you're almost out of food. No. Yeah. It, I mean, no, it's nothing like that. It's just that I, uh, just a quick, uh, just a quick side excursion. And, uh, because believe me, Ryan, the party was not over when we, uh, left Louisville. Because yeah. there was more to come in Knoxville the weekend after. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, cowboy. <laughs> Caller, you're live. Oh. <laughs> Man. I guess scary. That's, that's twice. Been blue balled twice now. Different numbers, oh, really too. I know. Nice. I wonder if Justin's out there. Justin, if you're out there, call us. You got two minutes. You can call us fuckheads if you want. Call us whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> I can take it. It's probably him calling back. Go ahead, cowboy. Call your life. Hey, Taylor from Champaign, Illinois. How we doing? Can you hear me? We got you. Good, good. Gotcha. I'm going to try to make this quick. All right, uh, all right. So I this fall did a uh, um, Reno full uh, Mazama mono fan, and I'm keeping it a half an inch. Will that be good at that height through the winter? Yeah, I mean you can let it grow up a little bit if you want. Um, if it's newer, I don't think that would hurt letting it go up to three quarters, uh, just a little bit more leaf tissue for photosynthetic activity because it will continue to take in some sun and keep growing there and, and, and push, even though you're not seeing it a, a ton. Um, so yeah, I think half inch is going to be your floor. So, you know, coming up a little bit is not going to hurt anything. Um, I wouldn't go up too much. And then next year, when you get back after it, uh, try to go ahead and give yourself a good month of mowing before you really want to try and take that stuff back down to a half and make sure that you're actively growing. Uh, things are, are going well, weather wise, you're warming up typical midwestern spring and then go from there but uh yeah so it's at a half an inch right now yeah yeah and it's actually pretty well established too i mean it i mean it it really came in beautifully um yeah all right well then yeah if if that were me then i would uh i'd be hammering that hard and i'd be going out there all winter long and just searching for poa and if you see any just pick it out with a knife Get rid of it. The only way you're gonna, you know, stay on top of it, you can spray whatever you want. But the best and, and simplest way is just spend a little bit of time out there and handpick that stuff out. Um, just every chance you get. So keep it clean, keep it looking good, keep it tight, and uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see some picks here soon. I'm, I'm anxious to see this. Time's yeah, up yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Boom! Look at that. Boom. Mazama at, yeah. at a half an inch. He must have watched uh, old old BW. We haven't seen BW in a while. He's got a Mazama. Is that? 
Either that or uh, he's uh, seen. Uh, no, BW doesn't keep Mazama at half inch. Uh, BW Not is inch, no. rotary mowing. Yeah. Let's see what's he, what he's. Although I do have to admit that our friend uh, Connor Ward has inspired a lot of people too. He has. I mean, I mean, you know, he's mowing his huge lawn with that those greens mowers. Yeah. Go ahead, cowboy. <laughs> Call your life. Hey, uh, this is Brent, Professional Turf Services. How are you guys? Brent, doing great, man. What's up? Hey, I'm I'm about to do a, a video on carbohydrate storage on uh, cool season turf. I wanted your input on that. Okay, go for it. No, I just want. Oh, you just want. Oh, it was an open-ended question. Yeah, it's a question. I yeah. think so. Oh, okay. What do we think about carbohydrates? Yeah, I mean, uh, I always like to show the you know the growth curve, root growth versus shoot growth on cool season grasses, and just show how you know root growth kind of continues to a certain extent, you know, into uh, what we would consider late fall here in the Northeast and the Midwest, right? So, um, to that end, you know, even though the grass, like the uh, top growth, is starting to slow down there's still root growth that's that's still happening right um and so right. in that case you know proper fertilization proper end of care end of end of season care is really really important and truthfully that carbohydrate reserve is how that plant is going to not only weather winter but come out of winter or the following year right so as temperatures are cooler right. and it's harder for soil and microorganisms to convert you know nitrogen uh, fertilizer into you know usable forms of nitrogen unless you're going to go out there and put cow nitrate or potassium nitrate or something like that out quick and dirty, you know, in the mm-hmm. springtime, which nobody's doing on their home lawn, all the more reason right. why you need to do, you know, proper end of season fertilization. And so again, what we found out about that is that more is not uh, better at the end of the year, which we used to think for a long, long time. And you still see a lot of lawn care guys going out there doing that. And quite honestly, they're, they're kind of wasting money, right? You'll be putting a little bit more profit yep. in the tank. So on the carbohydrate mm-hmm. thing, uh, that's, that's your investment. In your spring, your summer, and your fall, your roots are your investment account. Your top growth is your checking account. Don't get too caught up in your checking account. Make sure you look at that compounding Time's interest up, on your it's roots. Over. <laughs> Carbohydrates, as somebody said. Carbohydrates. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the uh, the carbohydrate thing, Ray. You've you've heard me talk about this before, but. You know, our uh, our fiscal year here in the uh, cool season country begins about September 1st. And boy, howdy, you better be on it right now um, getting stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yourself, I'm all too aware your... of Go ahead. carbohydrate uh, you know, reserves because, ironically, the time that I run out of carb reserves in my grasses is from November through at least april it's running low and so how the grass how the grass is treated from may through october determines how well somebody goes through winter here and it's all that yeah it's all about root growth versus leaf growth right ryan and you got to kind of balance the two (laughs) <laughs> right, and you're always sacrificing one for the other, right? It's never that you're going to get, you know, uh, an equilibrium where you're pushing, 
just as much into roots as you are into shoots. And so therefore, you know, everybody gets all excited about, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm doing the nitrogen blitz and I'm mowing off like an inch every two days. Like that's not the point. Like, you know, are you actually, you, uh, my understanding of it is, is that the more leaf growth you push, the less root growth you have. So be careful. I mean, more is not better. <laughs> more is not gooder. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got time for just about one or maybe two more calls here. We're going to wrap it up because we've got to get to bed early. We've got a lot, uh, lot to get done this week, uh, even before we get out to Louisville. And then from there, uh, well, Ray, I don't want to say it's party time because that's, you know, we are working. We're out there. We're trying to help people out, see people we haven't seen in a long time, catch up, all that stuff. But uh, there is a certain uh, party element to the whole thing. And you got to embrace that. You know, the people that come embrace that in their own ways. And I think everybody mm. found out what uh, everybody's MO was in terms of... Uh, <laughs> We had some people that were right side up and, and bright eyed and bushy tailed, you know, the next days, and uh, some people that weren't. Some people that you're mm. probably wondering how they're still alive in that case. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of that going on. But you got to be careful. Got to be careful when you're out there, especially with us. So, any other callers? Do we have any other callers? We get one more. There's got to be one more out there. Come on. Is there an ideal time to dethatch cool season turf? Any advantage of spring versus fall? Uh, I'll go ahead and say that's a slippery slope. I'm going to first ask, why are you dethatching? Do you really need to dethatch? Just answer really, it in a really, vacuum. If you really, really do, I'd probably go ahead and say fall and after Poa has germinated, which is going to be in that, like, you know, uh, Looney, I think you're in Canada, so probably like mid-August to maybe the first week of September. After that, you still should have some good growing weather. Just don't go too crazy, right? Um, the more times you do it, don't don't be over-aggressive and beat the hell out of it. So there you go. What would you do to raise pH from 5.6 to at least 6 on the East Coast? Ray, what do you think? Lime, lime, and more lime, and... Uh... I Did have a program to, ra- yep, and I do have a program to rapidly raise it by up to a point, but it's not for the faint of heart. Mm. And that? it involves five pounds per thousand square foot of hydrated lime applied as a liquid suspension. Gosh, Ray. <laughs> That's not for the faint of heart. I mean, uh, and do understand that if the liquid suspension splashes into your eyes or touches your skin, damage is possible because that's hydrated lime we're talking about. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) That's hardcore. So, yeah, maybe maybe just be careful with that one if you're going to go that route. All right. Yeah, I mean, I. I, (laughs) Yeah, I don't normally recommend that people go there. I say the uh, slow and steady route of conventional calcitic lime prills is uh, what I normally suggest. Tried and true, safe and sound. Nobody's going to get their Mm -hmm. foot burned off. 
It's a good way to go. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this one up. It's been fun doing the lightning round. Ray, I'm going to see you in like, I don't know, uh, less than 73 days. Can you, can yeah, you believe three, it? Three days. Yeah. Back again, man. Well, I can't wait. I'm excited. Go ahead, Day cowboy. Pink. There you go. Go ahead, cowboy. I will. I will. I will go ahead. Now, uh, if you are joining us uh, for the show, uh, can't wait to have you out. If you're not, don't feel the fear of uh, missing out. We've got some cool stuff we'll bring to you live during the week. Uh, we'll post a bunch of stuff on the Discord. What's going on? You'll see it all. And, uh, you know, know that you're there in spirit uh, and, and having a good time. And we'll have uh, somewhere between two and 98 beers for you. So just rest assured that that'll take place. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here. We will see you all. Uh, at some point on the tubes, but most assuredly see you live and in person here this week in Louisville. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Everybody say, travel safe, and we'll see you all soon. <laughs>